Washington would end his eight years at their little country school. In the fall, he'd start high school in town. He hoped his dad would get him a car to drive back and forth. Otherwise, he'd have to board in town through the week and get home only on weekends. He hoped, if he got a car, that Jim would change his mind about not going on to high school and would ride with him. As he threw the stake one more time, Brady glanced up at the morning sun. I've got to go, Taggart, he called. If I'm late, Mrs. Gilder will give me an extra assignment. He started off across the barren fields in an easy run, his footfalls kicking up dust, Taggart trotting beside him. In his head, Brady could see how these fields had once looked before the drought and the dust storms. By now, a lush carpet of green should have sprouted from the seed they'd sown last fall and by late June or early July, be a golden sun of wheat stretching as far as the eye could see. But the once fertile soil was gone. Dried out under the relentless sun, the rich topsoil had blown away in the wind. This spring, instead of a carpet of green, the little wheat that had survived was a pale, sickly color. Only the dusty weeds were undaunted by the lack of moisture and the suffocating dirt storms, This summer, there would be little or no wheat to harvest, and the knowledge sickened him with worry. He had hoped one day to farm this land his great-grandfather had homesteaded. His plans had always been to follow in his dad's footsteps with a degree in agriculture from Kansas State. Maybe you'll even find a wife there, like I did, his dad once said, teasing him and making his mom smile. His parents had met at college when his dad was a senior and his mother a freshman. After his dad's graduation, they had married and come back to the farm where his mother had shared the household work with Grandma Foster and his father had farmed with Grandpa. Brady wished he could have known his dad's parents, but they had both died the year before he was born. Brady's grandfather and his father had added more land to the original homestead, His dad had been so proud of his acres and acres of land, and pleased, he said, that Brady wanted to farm them too. But now their fields were as barren as a desert, and he was beginning to doubt that even if the rains came, the lands could survive and be saved to pass on to him. A sudden gust of wind whipped around him, and he raised his eyes to scan the horizon, hopeful for signs of rain. But the pink-hued morning sky held only wispy drifts of clouds, He quickened his footsteps. It was getting late, and he still had to get his lunch pail and run upstairs and empty his pockets of the five prairie dog tails he'd taken this morning. He grinned to himself at the memory of the time he'd forgotten to empty his pockets and had dropped his overalls in the basket to be washed. His mother always checked his pockets for his knife or any spare change before throwing his overalls into the washing machine. That morning, she had stuck her hand right into the mass of hairy tails Brady Lee Foster, she'd yelled. If I ever find another mess like that in your pockets, you're washing your own overalls. He hadn't left any more tails, but he and his dad were doing the washing anyway, and most of the rest of the housework. His mother coughed nearly all the time now, and seemed to grow weaker by the day. About all she could manage were sitting-down jobs, like mending. But sometimes, if it was a clear day, she could cook an easy meal. Everything else soon had her coughing and gasping for breath. 
Brady kept his own room now, and to help keep out some of the dirt and grit when a dust storm blew up, he'd been hanging a blanket at his window. Either he or his dad tried to stay close enough to the house so if a dust storm came up, they'd have time to run in and grab up some sheets and blankets, douse them in a tub of water, and hang them, heavy and dripping, at the window downstairs. It was impossible now for his mother to lift the water-soaked blankets, let alone hang them up on the big nails they'd driven into the window frames. Mom? he called now, as he stepped through the back door and into the house. I'm here. His mother's faint reply came from his parents' bedroom. He knocked and opened the door. She was lying on the bed, propped up on a couple of pillows, her dark hair about her shoulders, a crochet hook and some blue yarn in her hands. In a corner of the room, his little sister sat...